Hello and welcome to episode 205 of the IABC International Podcast. My name's Dan Gold and on this episode we're popping across to Banff in the Canadian Rockies to catch up with Priya Bates. We want respect. We want a seat at the table. We know that we can be powerful if you let us make the decisions and do the work that matters with purpose. Plus, Poonam Sharma and Rebecca Callahan take a moment out of their hectic schedules to tell us about what you can expect to find at the IABC DC Metro chapter in this week's Chapter of the Week. DC has undergone significant transition over the past decade or so due to extensive growth in both population and extremely vast real estate expansion. But first, these are the last few days of October and therefore member month. And we don't want you to miss out. If you sign up or renew your membership or rejoin IABC, you are entitled to 10% off of international dues if you complete the purchase before midnight Pacific on October the 31st, 2019. Simply enter the code October 10 during the checkout stage of the process and that discount will be yours. FAQs. Do you love them or hate them? On the hub from IABC, there is a member-created thread. Are FAQs still a common tactic in your communications plan, or are they being replaced by something better? It's an interesting point that I recently had to deal with in my work, and I am going straight to that thread as soon as I finish recording this. Now it's time for our feature interview. Today we're doing something a little bit different. We are connecting over to the Canada West Conference in the Rockies in Alberta. Priya Bates, ABC, MCS, CMP and IABC Fellow, thank you so much for joining me on the IABC International Podcast. Well, it's nice to be here from uh, very cold Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> now, just to explain to people, you're based in Toronto most of the time. What's the weather like over there compared to uh, out in the mountains today? Uh, a lot milder uh, here in the mountains. There is snow, so we're not used to that. It feels like you're in the middle of Christmas. But I'm sure it's very pretty. It's beautiful. As long as I'm inside near a fire with a glass of wine, I'm good. <laughs> So I was really happy to see that you were on the lineup for that conference. And I am so sad that I'm not there, but work commitments have taken me sideways for this one. What do you think it is about the IABC community and bringing your fellow communication professionals together? Uh, you know, I had the pleasure of, be, of leading the task force that uh, rebranded IABC several years ago. And those, uh, the biggest uh, piece of our values is the fact that IABC creates connection. And I think about IABC and the fact that I've been a member for 25 years and the connections and the friendships I've developed over those 25 years are really special, something that be, that goes beyond professional and starts stepping into personal we really care about each other and we want to we want to help everyone be successful. 
And that has been what has drawn me toward IABC. It's very easy for me to have, have joined this, that, or the other association. But the the sense of camaraderie, learning together, um, bouncing ideas off each other, or being there for someone else when they've um, got a challenge, and then those personal relationships that grow as well. Recently, my family went to Alberta, and whilst we were there, Sheila Carruthers was so lovely in uh, uh, providing a meal for us and taking us out. It was just such a lovely time. The reason that I've got you on to the IABC International podcast today is to have a discussion with you about the article that you published on the 10th of October titled, Are We Communicators or Communication Professionals? Now, just to add some context to this. The one with the image that has that looks like I'm pulling my hair out? That is, <laughs> that is exactly, exactly the one. Now, I, I'm looking at this and immediately it reminded me of when we were at the annual general meeting for IABC in Vancouver and you brought up this topic and it uh, I walked away from there thinking, this is a really good point. Someone should write an in-depth piece on this because I'm sure there's more meat to be put on this bone. And lo and behold, I go onto LinkedIn and I receive a number of emails, including from Micah IABC. This is exactly the article that I needed. But for people who haven't had the opportunity to see it as yet, and we will link to it, let's start from the very beginning. How did this come about and why has it been present uh, in your mind? Um, I've been thinking about the opportunity that we have as communication professionals. I recently, you know, I'm a longtime ABC. I became an accredited business communicator in 2004. I've always believed in our profession and the power we have to make a difference for all the organizations we collaborate with and the leaders that we work with. Um, and I think that there's so much power in what we do when we're very strategic and we actually use that skill and expertise to deliver business results. Um, as I've gone through this process, the one thing that I've started realizing is we always refer to ourselves as communicators. And I've done that for years myself. Um, what started uh, I started to realize is that we haven't done ourselves any favors uh, because the truth is everyone is a communicator. Everyone can claim to be a communicator. They're not wrong. Our, uh, our leaders communicate, our employees communicate, our families communicate, our kids communicate, our animals, our dogs communicate. You know, everybody communicates. And we seem to be fighting from a brand and reputation perspective to be called something that, every, that everybody else can claim to do. If we're at what we've also been doing in parallel is saying we want respect. We want a seat at the table. We know that we can be powerful if you let us make the decisions and do the work that matters with purpose. And, and as we're having those two conversations, I started seeing a real disconnect. We're fighting to be called something that isn't differentiated. We're not being leaders in terms of adopting, you know, certification and expertise that says definitively, uh, that we are professionals at what we do. And then we're, we're sitting back and waiting for somebody else to do something about it. And the more I heard it, the more it bothered me. And it, it didn't happen overnight. It happened over time. And it just felt wrong every time I heard the word communicator. Even when we rebranded re IABC, one of the conversations I remember having with one of the executives is, should we be calling ourselves the International Association of Business Communication? 
and we thought that was too much change. We knew that we couldn't change the letters IABC. <laughs> that was a, you know, uh, with the research, people wanted us to make sure we were always IABC, whatever IABC stood for. At that time, I kind of regret that we didn't make that big change then. But I don't know if it was as top of mind uh, as it is now, now that I've been introduced to the work of the Global Certification a global communication certification council, the GCCC, um, and what they've done from a career road mapping perspective, and how we really see ourselves and want to position ourselves globally as experts at what we do. I found your thought process as you placed it through this article was was fascinating, and how you had evaluated different grades that you had assigned to people at different stages in their communication journey. Uh, before we get on to that, you also ask a question. Should people need to be certified to be able to refer to themselves as a communication professional? Where do you stand on that? I feel that we can't be there. We're not there yet. Uh, there's not the critical volume that we need to, for uh, certified professionals. And I also acknowledge that People, there are a lot of people who I considered experts at what they do, communication professionals who aren't certified. Now, mind you, I love the idea of saying I'm a certified communication professional and a strategic, a certified strategic communication professional. Um, I've done both exams and I know everybody who says they're communicators all the people in our organizations who think they can do what we do could not, many of them could not pass that exam. And, and so it gives us the, the data and the information, but it's, I don't think that until we have critical volume, we're not able to say that's a, that's a requirement to call yourself a professional communication, uh, a communication professional or a professional communicator. So is there then a, a secondary problem if people aren't certified or having a professional designation is an absolute requirement. There's no sense of regulation and therefore no sense of being able to um, have someone who's listed, who's trustworthy and qualified and has their base of strategy and tactics against someone who really shouldn't be a communicator and should be truly on the outside. Is that then a functional problem? I think IABC and uh, when you belong to a professional body, there is a little bit of regulation in terms of, of what we expect of communication professionals and ethics um, and codes of conduct. I think that's great. I think that HR and, and uh, project management professionals or certified meeting planners don't really overthink it. I think they really started saying, I am a professional first before they started driving that volume in order to prove it. And now they've got such critical volume in all their spaces that people, it's almost a requirement that if you're hired as a professional, uh, an HR professional, you have to have your CHRP um, or your CHRL, which is your churl, your leadership qualifications in order to move throughout your career. I think we're a ways, it took them time to get there. I think we're a ways away from getting there. But I, I believe that we are a profession. Profession is expertise. And I believe that we are experts at what we do. Do you think that this is going to be one of the steps towards the recognition to getting the seat at the table? I think the seat at the table happens when you actually uh, do your communication work with a purpose and you start focusing on planning and 
and uh, um, are ready to be accountable to be delivering business results. You're having very different conversations. One of the things I always uh, I've been saying often is that uh, our complaints and and our challenges as communication professionals are are less about capacity and capability than they are about courage and confidence. And I think that we need to be have the courageous conversations. We need to believe in who we are first before we can convince anybody else. Um, the fact that uh, communicators are fighting with me to retain being called communicators is crazy to me. So essentially what you're fighting for is to the sameness of non-differentiation. Pick a different battle. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. I don't get the fight for it. I get the... the um, the fact that we want to aspire for something better, but the fight to stay where we are, which I'm hearing all the time, stay in the tactics, remain uh, doing things the way we've always done them, not progress and be known as something that everyone can do. I, I struggle with it. I think that'll take us backwards, not forwards. I want to give people a, a reason to go and read the article itself. And again, we're going to link that in the description of the podcast. They can have a look at this and see the glossary that you've put together and you've got a number of different levels. How did you decide on these terms being the individual levels and not use other terminology around these? How much thought went into around those particular titles? I, I, you know, I just, I'm making it up as I go along <laughs> a little bit. I'm trying to be thoughtful. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to listen. I'm trying to understand what our opportunity is. I'm trying to force a, a change in how we refer to ourselves and feel about ourselves. I'm trying to change how we do our work because we can't continue to focus on the tactics and only see our value as such. So I really, I, I said when I started my own business, so uh, Inner Strength Communication, um, I, I, I said to myself, the same conversations about having a seat at the decision-making table and gaining more respect that I've been having for 25 years that I belonged in IABC, I hope that I'm able to drive a change that means we're not having that conversation 15 to 25 years from now. You know, I think that there's never been a better time for people who are experts in communication. There's never been a better time for us to deliver, use our communication expertise to, to solve business problems. Um, and, and I've learned that from some of my, uh, you know, uh, uh, mentors, uh, Shell Holtz and Jim Schaefer and Angela Sinicus, you know, to be accountable, to measure, to, to do the work that really matters. They inspired me, but I want to see more momentum in, from a communication profession that has so much opportunity. And, and, and it really is with good intent. Some people see me as a bit of a rebel or that I really try to get, uh, um, you know, the reaction from people. And it's not. I, felt, I feel that we're at a point where we kind of need a little bit of a push. And, and people are starting to get it. Uh, they first reacted at that AGM with shock and resistance. We're still seeing a little bit about that. But the fact that IABC launched its advertising campaign and put communication professional in that advertising campaign, I am absolutely thrilled because they, 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 and it feels right. I don't know. I'm sure you've seen the ad campaign, the way they're referring to what we have the power to do. And the fact that we are a, a, a profession that makes a difference 
um, is really exciting. And I think it'll be it'll it'll be we'll be able to drive membership. We'll be able to drive uh, those who want to come into our profession because it's the best job in the world. It really is. I'm so encouraged to be seen with my fellow IABC members from around the world as communication professionals and for us to work together to create a level playing field where we can all be recognized globally as what we truly are for the hard work that we put in and for the recognition that should come from the uh, strategic work that we really do bring to organizations to help them grow and to protect reputations. I think what's the biggest opportunity is for us, and it's I guess it's a light bulb that's gone on in my head, is that the change that happens with the respect we're looking for and the type of work that we want to do starts with us. I think we've spent a lot of time complaining about how we aren't respected or we want the association to, to move us forward and and make us respected. But that can't happen if we don't do the work individually and collectively to make that difference. It can't happen because an association is talking about it. So it really requires some accountability personally in terms of what do I do? What do I say? How do I refer to our, myself? And how do I feel about myself? How do I feel about the impact that I have as a professional? And what's the difference I make for those organizations? And, and that's what's really exciting, how we own our own success and we also own our failure if that ever happens. Hopefully not. I have a lot of positive positive vibes and thoughts about, you know, the future of IABC, because it's been integral in the success of my my career. Um, and I wouldn't be where I am today without IABC. And I invested in that early on. For the first five years, I paid for my membership myself and have absolutely no regrets, because the network and the opportunities and the learning that have come out of it have been worth it. And, and I'm very excited about the great work that that members do, um, you know, because it's such a volunteer-driven organization. And I'm very excited about our opportunity for success moving forward so that communication professionals have uh, do the right work and are seen as integral enablers of organizational success. Priya, thank you so much for joining me once again on the IABC International Podcast. You are, I think, the first person who's appeared twice in a calendar year. So firstly, thank you for that. And secondly, you are a true leader within the profession, which we take great pride in. And your writing is uh, inspirational to many people. And when they come to see you at events, they always walk away with those little bubbles inside with the inspiration to go and try things, go and challenge things, which I always enjoy. Priya, for people to be able to get in touch with you, how could they do that? Well, it's easy to find me on LinkedIn. Um, so Priya Bates, at least it's a bit of a unique combination of names. Uh, and uh, you can find me at Priya Bates on Twitter and follow me there. Um, and uh, our website is www.innerstrengthcommunication, no S at the end, dot com. Priya, thank you so much. You're welcome. Nice to talk to you, Dan. On each episode of the IABC International Podcast, we either wrap up warm or prepare the suntan lotion as we go across the IABC world and visit Chapter of the Week. My name's Poonam Sharma, and I'm the president of the IABC DC Metro Chapter. 
Hello, my name is Rebecca Callahan, and I am the past president of IBCDC. I've also just completed my term of IBC Heritage Region. The DC Metro chapter currently has about 200 members. IBCDC is located in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area, which is nicknamed DMV for short by a lot of the locals. While the population is largely government-based, there are large corporate and association footprints making DC a huge international communications pool. DC has undergone significant transition over the past decade or so due to extensive growth in both population and extremely vast real estate expansion. It's overpowered right now with additional development. The result is an extremely diverse population with high international interest. Our members cross the entire spectrum of communicators. Many of the IBCDC members have experience across multiple arenas, everything from nonprofits to corporations, associations to think tanks to law enforcement to federal employees, state and local governments, and academia as well. Many of the people over their careers, as is often common in business communicator lives, is you will switch all of those roles. I myself have worked in absolutely all of those areas, at least once in the last 20 years. Since hosting the IABC World Conference in June of 2017, IABC-DC has continued toward its goals of inclusion and crossing barriers to become a strong community of communications professionals. If you're visiting DC, the Smithsonian Institution Museums and Galleries are a must-see. Whether you're interested in art, science, history, or culture, there are 17 world-class museums to choose from and admission is free. If you like music and the arts, you can catch a performance at the Kennedy Center. A walking tour of the DC monuments and memorials is always an amazing experience. And if you're visiting DC in the spring, definitely walk along the Tidal Basin to see the cherry blossoms. It's so wonderful to be a part of the IBC community because we learn so much from each other and it's hard to name just one chapter that I would like to learn more about. But since I have to choose, it would be the IBC Victoria chapter because they hosted a really great webinar earlier this year about communicating artificial intelligence. Poonam, that's good fortune because if you listen back to episode 13, you'll hear from Sia Papagiorgio from the chapter in Victoria, Australia. It's a great episode. Please share this with your fellow professional communicators and click on the subscribe button. It just leaves me time to say a quick thank you to Sue Ridewood for your support, congratulations to Crystal Ruddick, and congratulations to all of the 2019 Silverleaf Award winners who are listed on the link in the episode notes. Plus, a very special mention for Linda McLean on becoming the latest IABC Master Communicator. Congratulations to you all. Music on this episode is from Ixon and Joachim Karud, and this is an IABC production.